Teacher tip number three. Speak slower and deeper. Students don't trust a squeaky voice. So I want you to start practicing speaking slower and deeper. When you speak slowly, it shows confidence because you are taking things at your own time. And I want to emphasize that this is different from a teacher that has a lot of information to share and they want to do so quickly. But if a teacher speaks too quickly because they are afraid of silence, it shows a lack of confidence and students will attack that. So start taking your time and speaking slower. What I would also say is actually mix it up so you can speak slowly and then a little bit quicker when you want to. It keeps them on their toes. So why should you speak in a deeper voice? Well, I do this all the time. You can probably hear me speaking like this, which is a, is a little bit higher than I would, but it all depends on your students. Because if you use a higher voice tone, it makes students feel more comfortable with you. So for example, in my classes, um, I expect the students to speak a lot. I don't want them to be shy or afraid. So when I'm talking to maybe some girls or shy students, I will actually speak at a higher pitch tone so that they feel more comfortable and not as threatened. However, if I'm going to speak to some students that are difficult to handle and that, you know, they've got strong personalities, I'm going to bring my voice tone down. I'm going to bring it much deeper so that they can feel it resonate with them because a deeper voice shows a masculinity. Now you might say, Eric, I'm a female teacher. How does that affect me? Doesn't matter. Speak slower and lower and it will show them that your words come from a place of strength. Obviously, this doesn't happen all the time. You have some teachers with a high voice that are in control of their classrooms. But this is a good tip to remember. So even for myself, I think about it when I work with students with a strong personality, I speak lower. And when I want students to feel more comfortable with me, I'll speak at a higher tone. Number four, set rules early and teach students the classroom procedures. Let students know your expectations from the very first day of school. What's the difference between a good classroom and a bad classroom? A good classroom has procedures and students know exactly what is expected of them. In a bad classroom, students don't feel that there are any rules or controls, so they will act out because they do not feel secure. So what are you going to do as a teacher? The very first week of school, you're going to show them the classroom rules and you're also going to teach them the procedures that you want in the classroom. What are procedures? It's the actions that the students will take for every situation in the class. You might think, Eric, it's unnecessary. The students should already know how to act. No, make sure and teach them what you expect step by step. For example, when students enter the class, how do they enter? What is the first thing they do when they sit down? What books do they take out? What do they start working on? One of the worst things teachers can do is have students come into their classrooms loud and uh, disruptive. So have a procedure in place. They come into their classroom, they sit down, they take out a book and they start working on something. 
You can also have procedures for someone is sick or when you want the student's attention, uh, you can just raise your hand and they have to be quiet and look up. You can have an exit procedure. You can have a procedure for handing in homework. You should have so many procedures that the students know exactly what they're doing uh, when they get into the class. What usually happens in the classroom is that students come to class and they're very sweet the first couple of weeks and that's when you have to take advantage of the situation and teach them the procedures and reinforce it so that their behavior stays the same the rest of the school year. The problem is a lot of teachers go in, they see the kids so sweet and innocent and they think it will stay that way automatically. No, it doesn't. Make sure to have procedures in place so that the students know exactly what is expected of them. You can print it out and put it onto the wall. You can send it home to their parents so that they sign it. But make sure that the students know what you want.